First of all, I hope this episode finds you and your family healthy and safe. And while for the past eight weeks or so you've all been sheltered in place, I do hope that you found some humor. I hope that you found some laugh out loud moments and all those Instagrams. And if you're if you're one of those that rescued a puppy, God bless you. The joys of a puppy, puppy. Oh my gosh. And to those of you who may have have been struggling a little bit because it's hard to be home and not working. You know, I send my prayers and thank you for you, for your sacrifice of staying home. As a small business owner and small creative businesses on the podcast, we all feel the discomfort of that. But I just want to thank you all for staying home, flattening the curve. Again, I hope you found just how much you're loved and just how much you need an extra bedroom in your house to run away for a while. There's lots of things that are come out of, of our sheltering in place that will indeed be memories for the rest of our generation's lives and definitely a time in our history where we will be back and say, hey, remember that time we were sheltered in place, getting out the board games, watching all movies, eating popcorn, not knowing if it's Monday, Tuesday, or Wednesday, pajamas all day. While COVID is a very sad and heartbreaking situation for many, and if you have lost a loved one or a friend, I hope you find peace. But I also believe that it brought us to a time that we needed some time to reset and refresh and we need to remember just how important we are to each other. Judy Garland said that over the rainbow is not about getting anywhere. It's about walking towards somewhere you dreamed of and maybe the walk is every day of your life. That walk has to be enough. The song is all about hope and right now I think we all need a little bit of hope. I do hope you enjoyed this episode. Welcome to the BFABO podcast. Hear candid conversations with wedding professionals as they share their stories, insights, and tips from inside the wedding industry. We'll chat about how to be authentic and that it's okay not to be perfect or run your business like someone else's Instagram. Let's dive into the privilege it is to serve our clients and discover the talented creatives that make up our community. When we share what we know and who we are, we better serve our couples as a wedding day team, as well as each other. Simply put, be Fabo. Now here's your host, Bobby Brinkman. Hey, hey, my friends and fellow podcast listeners, I'm super excited to uh, spend a little bit of time with you today, and I'm doubly honored that you click that listen button to join in for today's episode. Today's episode, you get me, just Bobby, a solo episode. I want to come on and talk about the other trending word for 2020, aside from these uncertain times navigating these uncertain times or unprecedented times they live in. The other word is pivot. So today we're going to talk about pivot. Can you? Should you? And will you? I want to preface and start this episode by saying that this is June 1st. And sadly in our country we have lost over 100,000 humans to this dreaded COVID disease. And uh, I'm quite certain many, many more. Sadly, I'm quite certain many, many more will lose their lives. And I also find that it's very sad that um, 
we're not taking a moment when that happened and just pause. So, and just, and, and relish in the fact and the memories of how many people have, um, have served and losing their life for COVID and the many more that will be on the front lines and continue serving on the front lines for this. So I just want everybody to take a moment and, you know, I know we've all lost, I know Tina and I personally have lost, uh, four individuals, um, two very close to us. And we also had, uh, some photographers that have lost their battle and a photographer's husband who's lost their battle. So it's very, it's a very difficult time for everybody, but it's also a difficult time and an exciting time. Meridos together because in essence, that's what we do a lot for the weekends. We have the trials and tribulations of all the planning and all the bridezillas and all the crazy questions to the wonderful day of the celebration. So why this is some sadder times joining in to some happy times that we have wedding-wise. COVID is going to allow us to embrace those happy times in an even more dramatic way. I know for a fact that when this is all over, everybody's going to want to hug and uh and get close and gather and if that means we have to do you know elbow bumps and and high fives from far away six feet away then i know we're going to do that but i know everybody's going to be embracing uh being together in an area um where i can physically see your face or i can physically wave or i can actually hear you without a computer screen coming through whether you wear a mask or don't wear a mask i know there's going to be a smile um behind that so I wanted to take a, a time today, and, and I'm always wanting and encouraging and cheering on everybody in the creative business world and small business in general. But I wanted to talk today about Pivot. I get asked that question a lot. I, I've been very honored to be sitting on quite a few pro panels and strategy panels and just panels in general about where do we do, where do we go. And I've sat on those panels that include engaged couples, uh, future couples that are planning, as well as vendors and wedding pros from across the country. I, again, very privileged and always honored to be asked to uh, be amongst my peers as we do navigate through what's happening and all the uncertainty. And, you know, lots of times on the podcast, I say, hey, I'm not a lawyer, I'm not a financial person. I don't have a crystal ball. And that goes for our guests. Well, the same thing applies here. I'm talking to you in my heart. Just like I always do. I'm having a candid conversation. So let's talk about pivot. Can you? Should you? And will you? You know, we don't know what we don't know. So we have to figure out what we're going to do. I think we all agree that 2020 weddings will have been forever changed. Moving forward to 20 and 21, and, and who knows beyond. And who knows if there's not another wave, wave three, wave four, or something else coming through. I mean, gosh, those of us that are down here in the hurricane path, this is supposed to be one of the worst hurricane seasons. So imagine the extra stress that many of us are feeling knowing we've pivoted and moved these weddings and rescheduled these weddings. And sometimes we are forced to have to put them into hurricane season. So imagine um, the anxiety that many of us are feeling. And I, and I want to talk a little bit about the impact that um, rescheduling and canceling has had for us and in our industry. And that since this all really started, back in um, March, middle of March, that just in Georgia alone, that there's been over 15,000 weddings have been canceled or postponed. Um, and I think the dollar from the um, wedding pro resource where I got this information, they equate that to about $360 million. Now that's just in Georgia. 
That's just in the state of Georgia. Um, I'm in a human, I'm in a tourism community. I'm in a market that is tourism. So, you know, 95% of my couples and those that serve Savannah, Golden Isles, Charleston, Low Country, Bluffton, those of us in this area rely heavily on couples that fly in. And couples are not going to fly in, and couples have not been flying in, and couples don't seem to want to be flying in. So we have to rethink what we're doing. Does that mean you have to? I think I want to remind everybody that a lot of us spend off-season rebranding, or every couple of years we rebrand, get a new logo, get a new theme song, get a get a new website, just, just look different. So isn't that what pivoting is? Rebranding, pivoting. Pivoting doesn't have to be per permanent. We don't have to make the change and stay with it. I mean, how many times have you chosen a font on a promotional piece and go, oh, I don't like that, I changed my mind? Or how many times have you rotate the photos out of your social media or your web pages because you're like, hey, I want something different? You know, we want our, our websites, our front doors, our curb appeal. So we need to have the images and the pretty and the context, the copy, that's going to allow people to click that button and connect with us. So can we pivot? Many of us can create smaller wedding packages or wedding collections. Many of us can create some new logistics, out-of-the-box weddings. Um, let's have a front yard wedding with a barbecue and 10 people. Let's have a bowling alley wedding. Bowling alley weddings came up when Georgia opened before everybody else did, and we were the canary in the uh, coal mine, as they say, bowling alley weddings became a thing. You know, do I think that weddings are going to start being more personable in the home? Sure I do. But I also know that trend was happening before COVID. And uh, those that listen and follow along with me, you know, say that I always use the w word trend carefully. Um, but I do think that's what pivoting is about. I think pivoting is what do we have to do to continue to allow our business to grow? Um, we're entrepreneurs first. We're creative entrepreneurs. That means we took a leap of faith to put the open sign on, to open that bank account, to get our logos, to get our names. We took that first step. And as I often say, you don't have to climb the whole staircase. You just got to start with the first step. So is that what pivoting is? Sure. That's what I think it is. We have to adapt. We have to change. We have been presented with an opportunity. Opportunity to make these adjustments. You know, we get so busy on spring, summer, and fall seasons. That's pretty much how it is across the country in all the markets. We each have our busy season, but in a lot of the markets, it's two. Very few have all three, but some do. So we keep putting off all those things. We, oh my gosh, I have to update the web photos. I have to make sure I have a new contact page. I need to go get some new reviews. So we work on those things when we're not really busy and we're slower in a slower season. So is that what we're in right now? Did COVID allow us a slower season? Did COVID allow us to sit back and reanalyze what we're doing on our business? How can we serve our couples better as well as serve our families better? Our fellow wedding pros, how can we serve our community in the wedding industry and the community outside the industry? How can we be better of service? Now's the time for us to make those adjustments. Maybe we're going to realize that we don't need to do seven weddings a month that we can do five because we figured out that staying home and eating in actually is kind of fun. I do think that one of the silver linings in all this is that it did force us to slow down. And I'm glad that it happened across the board to everybody, not just in the wedding industry. If I have to be glad, 
that we had to shelter in place. I'm glad we were all sheltering in place, with the exception of the amazing, amazing health care workers and first responders. All the essentials, the grocery, I mean, our ship people, our delivery people, we continue to get those services. And I'm more than, I'm so grateful and I'm full of gratitude for those that continue to do that for us. So that's where we are. So what are we going to do? How can we pivot? Can we take some smaller weddings and adjust that? Can we live a little bit differently? Delete some of the things in our business that might be costing us some money. Trim that area and still make the same amount of money or more. And I don't think it's a secret that most of us in 2020 are going to have a big goose egg at the end. And we're not going to show a big profit. Also, I do believe that some people will. It's all how you run your business, right? How you have it set up. Um, you know, some people run on a high profit, low cost. A lot of people look for that ROI and they do whatever they can to make that. Depending on what portion of the industry you serve, you don't have some tangibles. You know, the catering people have to deal with, oh my gosh, look at the food skyrocket. Um, I think that some of us that rent brick and mortars are going to be dealt with, is the rent going to go up? You know, utilities are changing. Heck, you know, transportation companies are not driving any cars, so the gasoline price is down. So is that service going to be hit with, oh my gosh, you know, gas is so cheap now, I'll be able to drive more, do more. Now maybe it's the time I can get a new car and add it in until gas prices go up. I think some of us may make new purchases that will help us do our life and our jobs easier. Maybe this is the time that we learn to really work smarter and not harder. That's what Pivot is. So can we do that? Can we step back and take a look at our brand and take a look at our business and see how we can grow it? Where can we add a service? Where can we delete a service? How are we going to adjust? Tiny weddings, small elopements. These are the things that come to mind right off the bat. Having food trucks come. All the things that we can think of right off the bat to change how income comes in but keeps our service at a level and keeps us in business. We have to learn to collaborate as we always have. I've always said building a foundation with your fellow vendors. Build a solid foundation and you can withstand. The community will be there to help you because you have built a solid foundation with your vendors first, and then man, every nail, every screw, every new little brick you want to add is all the couples that you've been able to serve that just keep adding to your building. So we're at a time where we think, this is how we need to pivot. I think I can do this. These are the areas that I can pivot. These are some steps I can take. I can run some extra specials. Um, I can run added value. Now is the time to show value. I'm not going to tell everybody to go out and raise their prices. I'm not going to tell everybody to go out and delete their prices or delete something altogether. If it is serving a purpose and fills your heart and fills the service needed for your couples, keep that in place. Don't change that. Just figure out a way to become and add the extra value. In all my speaking and all my talking, I always bring up that price only becomes an issue when somebody can't see the value in it. And I know that we have to start finding the value in ourselves. We have to figure out this is how I'm going to move forward in weddings. I'm going to wear a mask. I'm going to protect myself. I want everybody to remember right now that we are going to be so extra busy. I don't have to remind you. I don't even know why I told you that. You all know. I'm not telling you anything you do not know. How busy you're going to be. 
On a regular wedding season, most of the time for the fall, we are doing triples and doubles. We run with people that have cold and flu because we see a couple hundred people every single weekend. And now imagine that's Friday, Saturday, and Sunday. We could be in front of 600 people by the time we get around to Monday. It's a lot of people. And during a normal season, somebody has the flu. So we have to take care of ourselves anyway, try not to get sick for the next weekend so that we can continue to serve our couples. We want to come home to our families and not bring them sick. You know, we always have to be careful when we have kids. We have to be, I know when I have to get around my niece and nephews, I, I'm very careful that they don't have the flu. When I go and visit, I want to make sure they don't have the flu because I'm coming back to a busy season. So those aren't going to change. But we're going to have to do some other things. You know, we're going to have to take some other precautions. And I am not one that's going to judge you if you wear a mask, if you don't wear a mask. I'm one that really, really, really wants the CDC to give us guidelines. All of us guidelines. I want the senators and governors and city authorities and the mayors to listen. You know, hashtag save weddings. These guys need to hear from us. Our, our legal authorities, all lawmakers need to understand that we need guidelines across the board. That what, how, what we're doing is putting beds, heads in beds, right? We're putting heads in beds. We're part of the tourism in most of our cities. And most of our counties and weddings bring in money so we need these lawmakers to understand us and we need guidelines it's gonna fall so heavy on the venues on how we move forward I feel for the venues because you know like all of us this is so fluid when at 10 o'clock in the morning it says 10 or less people then by 2 o'clock in the afternoon it's back up to 50 but with all these different things every single one of us in our area that we work in have to make changes and we're gonna to have to adjust we're going to, have to figure out how to protect our equipment, how to protect our team, our staff, and everything. So can you pivot? Can you find a way to not do seven weddings a month, three weddings a month? Can you find a way to serve your couples, still feel your passion? Can you come up with other areas to make money? Can you come up with other areas to make bills? Can you collaborate? Can you continue to do weekday weddings? Can you continue to come up with a, a mission, a collaboration, and design a whole new division of your company. Yes, I think you can. I think we all can. So that's the can. Can you? Can you sit down in this moment and think of all the things that when you started your business, you go back to the bare bones. Why did you start? What drove you to be that entrepreneur? What said, I can open a business? What was the something missing that you knew you need to fill? That's the entrepreneur spirit. The entrepreneur spirit is to adjust See a problem, solve a problem. Give couples what they need. That's what entrepreneurship is about. Giving a client or the human out there something that they need and something that they did not know they need and something that they need to buy from us. Because remember, we're all selling the same thing. We're all selling the same sort of service. Couples will choose based on our personality and make that investment with who we are. And I, I want everybody to remember at this time that we get hired for what we know how to do, yes. But people hire us to deliver an experience to their guests and to themselves. People hire us because of our hearts, who we are, our compassion and our passion, but how we will deliver an experience. We deliver moments. We capture the moments. We create little moments. We're delivering moments all, all weekend long. For that short amount of time, that 10 days or 2 days or 3 days or 10 hours of a day, when everybody comes to gather and celebrate, the privilege we have to be celebrating with them, to be asked by total strangers 
to invite us as total strangers into their day to offer them a service. They invest in us because they trust in us. And the privilege we have is immeasurable. So I encourage you, if you want to pivot, to find a pivot. Now, should you pivot? Is this the right time for you to pivot? Should you pivot if you just made a huge investment on a bunch of new equipment, new catering equipment? Should you pivot if you just went into a new brick and mortar and you have a huge rental? Should you pivot if you just bought a whole bunch of new cars? I can't answer that question, but I think if you want to figure out a way to pay for those products and things that you need to make your business successful by your definition, then you should. You should be pivoting. You should sit down and know, I need to do this. I need to know that I'm going to have to bring on two extra people because I need to take on three extra weddings. And that might mean bringing on two extra people to your team to do three smaller weddings. Maybe now, as a solo photographer, you bring on two other people that you might have had as associate photographers or second shooters, and you start sending them out on these smaller weddings. You've built that trust. You trust them. But now maybe you can bring in two more weddings. And in doing so, you now, from your studio, have three weddings on a Tuesday, Wednesday, or a Thursday. You can now offer that catering company who maybe just bought that brand new food truck or just bought a whole new line of things. You can now include them. You can include that DJ who might be learning, needing to train some people to get ready for a season they thought was coming. So should you? Should you pivot? If you are in a need to continue to grow your business, you should be pivoting. You should sit down, look at the can. Can you pivot? Should you pivot? What are the cans? What are the ways that you can do it? Make that decision. Should you pivot? And then I think it comes down to will you? Will you make these changes? If we don't make some changes and move forward, will we have a business to run? If we don't step out and be the ones to take the lead and say, we need to get back to celebrating, we need to get back to business, will we have a business and will we have an industry? I think uh, you should be sitting out there nodding your heads that we know weddings will never be the same. And I don't know that that's not all a bad thing. We all agree, I think, if you're being honest with yourself, and I'm you know, overly blunt honest, there were some things that none of us liked in weddings. Um, sometimes they were super, super rushed. I mean, we, we were exhausted at the end of the you know, ceremony because we were running through everything. So maybe this new way and safe way will make the weddings longer but force us to slow down. And maybe it just might make couples and their guests not make it go by like a blur. You know, don't kid yourself. I know that every single person is going to be running to that bar as soon as they can and that that is the ultimate goal. You know, the ceremony is for the couple and the ceremony, the reception, is for the guest and the party. You know, marriages are still vitally important. And marriages didn't stop during COVID. Marriages continue on. And yes, love isn't canceled, but it's how we go about getting married and how we go about celebrating love. That's the change with COVID. So they're challenging times. So we have to figure out, can we pivot? Should we pivot? And will we pivot? And I think we're going to need to be the ones that say we will pivot. We will step out. We will 
wear our mask. We will follow the guidelines. We will practice. And you heard me say before, we should be calling it physical distancing, not social distancing. It doesn't even make sense to somebody as dyslexic as me that that's backwards, right? So we will be the ones to do this. Everybody is watching us. And I mean everybody as in couples that are planning a wedding and couples that have already invested in us. Not to mention newer wedding vendors and some that may want to come into the industry. I don't know that if I was sitting at home thinking I might have wanted to be a wedding planner. I, I can honestly tell you, even as a photographer, I can honestly say I don't know that I would say in 2021, I'm quitting my job and I'm going to be a wedding photographer. Or 2021, I'm going to quit my job and be a wedding planner. Now, take all the other circumstances out. I don't know your why. I don't know your journey. But I know you're going through one, right? I don't know that this is the time I'd be jumping in. I do know, and I have seen, and we have friends that have decided not to move forward with their business. Decide that they cannot come back from this, and the risk is far greater to stay in this industry than to bow out gracefully and be applauded for the time that they have devoted to the industry and the impact that they made. So I, I know that why we have the, one of the easiest industries to get into, one of the easiest career paths, I'll say, to go down, but I do feel there's a difference between a job and a career. I think people will be slower to come in, be slower to want to become part of the wedding industry. And if they do, I think they're going to come at it from a total different perspective. And we have to be ready for that. So that's part of the will we. Will we be prepping ourselves to be ready for where we need to go? Will we be prepping ourselves to be ready to jump in and see what we can do and how we're going to do it? You know, um, because we need to know that we promise ourselves to always give our best, that we promise ourselves that we're going to show up, that we promise ourselves that we will deliver a service that we know how to deliver pre-COVID, during COVID, and after COVID. You know, the, prom the promise of perfection. We shouldn't strive to be perfect. We should just strive to offer excellence. You know, it's we always need to think about how we should really be a, a, a source, a resource, and, and not just a uh, transaction. And we have to figure out these are the things that we can do moving forward. Will we pivot? Will we make these changes? We know what we need to do. We know how long we need to do it. We know what it takes. We know that we love this industry. We know that we want to celebrate. And, you know, photographers and videographers, I mean, we're going to come out of this and people are going to be craving the family photo. People are going to be craving Huddle all up for that candid photo. Now, I don't know how we're going to do it with all these guidelines, but we'll figure out a way. Um, I know policing who's in the family and who was quarantined with so-and-so, but I know our job as the historians of the day are to capture whether, you're, whether the guests are wearing a mask, whether the couple's wearing a mask, however it is. But I can tell you that people are watching us. Others, engaged couples, and future couples are seeing how we react. There's a lot, they see a lot of doom and gloom. They know there's doom and gloom. They're watching couples write heartbreaking things on news broadcasts and newspapers and social media outlets. They're seeing couples that are heartbroken. 
because they did not get the day that they planned or dreamed of. Well, guess what? Let's make a new plan. Let's make a new dream. I mean, as the saying goes is, you know, I always ask somebody some, when I'm doing coaching and mentoring, it's, you know, you know, what's your goal? And then what's your dream? Because somebody will say to me, oh, you know, my goal is that I want to go, you know, skydiving. I don't know if that's a goal. I think that might be a dream. I mean, one of my dreams is, you know, I want to always learn how to fly fish up in one of the big, you know, rivers running through Montana. That's a goal I would like to get there. But to me, that's more of a dream. What I do in my business is, is part of my goals. That will allow me to have dreams and see these dreams through. So I, I think that as we start talking about will we pivot, it's a matter of what if we don't? Will we survive? If we do nothing but continue down the path and let fear run us, and let the unknown stay unknown, will we be here? Will we survive after? And for some people, that's going to be okay. But I don't think we should run our business in fear or live our life in fear. Cautious, safety first, absolutely. Again, we don't know everybody's story that's standing next to us. All I know is our responsibility is to be kind, respectful, and show grace. We don't know the story of somebody. We just know that right now, on their journey, they're standing next to us. So I think that we have to do that. I think that we have to do that with people as we, as we begin to move and as we begin to figure out where we need to go and, and what we need to go, what we need to go do. We need to continue learning. We need to continue to evaluate the things that we've done in the past before COVID. And are they as important moving forward? Can we have something else? And I want people to understand that just because you're making a pivot now does not mean your journey is ended. I want you to think back to where you were when you started, the struggles and tribulations, all the victories, big and small, that got you to here now, and then what you're going to do after, and all those celebrations that you're going to have, big and small, just a new type of celebration. People want to celebrate. People are yearning to be back together. People love celebrating each other. They love love. That's what we do. I mean, I think one of the biggest struggles for me is for 40 years of doing this, I, I don't know where I'm supposed to be. It's like I can tell somebody what I'm doing two years from now. I can literally say to somebody, oh, I won't be able to go on that vacation or I won't be able to join you on that trip because I'm doing so-and-so's wedding or I'm speaking at XYZ. We in this industry are timeline-driven. And we're schedule driven. Most of us book, you know, a year out. Will that change? Will we have to adjust to that? It goes back to, can you? Should you? And will you pivot? How will you embrace the new normal weddings? How are you going to say, my business is still open. I want to continue to serve you. Here's my guidelines about how I'm doing it and how I'm, and what I'm doing it. And where I'm doing it from. And I think that as we continue to as we continue to move forward and make these pivots, we have to respect each other and still support each other and still continue to, to cheer each other on. And we have to learn that we might have to leave with our heart and we might have to continue to live with our empathy, but that we're going to have to show the value in what we're doing. 
I do not think that small weddings will totally take over the wedding world. I do believe there's still going to be some, you know, we're, there's still going to be some luxury weddings out there because everybody's price point is still going to be different. We're still going to have brides and grooms of all budgets. We're still going to have rustic barn weddings. We're still going to have big church weddings. They just might not have as many guests celebrating. I also firmly believe that we're going to have progressive weddings making a comeback. You know, I'm from the Midwest, and, and we've had those before where you start off in the ceremony, and as the day moves on, more and more people come, and those people that came earlier uh, vacate. We're seeing shift weddings here now with COVID, meaning the compromised people come to the ceremony, then they go home, and then we're having the ceremony. And I think every single wedding, from the very first one we take, we're going to be scared, just like the first time. Guys, if you know your craft and you believe in yourself and you know that you come from a place of the heart and that you come from a place of service, you really can't mess this up. Couples hire us as professionals. They are asking us, what do you want us to do? How can we proceed? They're listening to us. I'm so proud of all the vendors that I've met and talked to that has told me the only people that have literally canceled have been the ones that have been coming out of the country. I have two of those myself. The Canadian people cannot come, legally can't get on a plane. So it's canceled for now, but we are going to reschedule it. But I had to put it in the cancel category because I can't even start for, I can't even start a reschedule. And it's technically postponing it postponing is a timeline or postpone until. So I'm so I'm so happy for all of you that were able to follow the Love is not canceled, reschedule, don't cancel, and that you went out there and you have put your heart on your sleeve saying, I am a small creative business, please don't help me go out of business, please stay with me, and that you guys thought outside the box, you rallied around each other as a community, and you figured out a way to go from March and April to October and November, and you're going to work your butts off harder than you ever have before, because you know what, that's what you want to do. You wanted to serve a couple, and the couple is now giving you the opportunity to serve in an even greater way. And again, everybody's watching how we react. We're the professionals. People will pay to make their life easier and to have them not have to do the work. People will pay to save them time. Time is something that we can never get back. No matter the best planners out there in the world and the, and the best coaches and mentors, I cannot produce, not that I'm one of those best coaches, but I cannot produce to you more time. I cannot find you. I can find you more time in the day, but I cannot give you extra hours to add on. I can find things for you to do, better use of your time, business management, automization, if that word out there, right? I can help you automate your business. But I cannot go, hey, here's four extra hours, so now you have you know, 28 hours in the day. And sometimes if you don't have the money, what you have is time. And you can always offer your time and you can serve with your time and your time becomes valuable. Your time is always valuable, but in these uncertain times, giving your time to somebody and your ears and your heart and helping them understand that you're just as heartbroken as they are, but together we're going to figure it out. You know, we're, we are all in the same storm, but we're just not on the same boat. We're all at a different level. And at this time, please, if you need help, Please, don't be too afraid to reach out to a vendor. Reach out to me. I am always here to help. Ask about the PPP loans. Ask about taking the idle, idle loans. 
If you need help, let's find somebody. We'll connect with somebody that can offer you. This is not the time to be worried about what one of us think about you. This is not the time to have the big inflated egos. This is the time that we need to grow this industry and bring this industry together. It is an amazing industry. I watched an industry as a fellow photographer's husband pass away and within minutes raise almost five, $6,000 within 30 minutes from a simple, hey, everybody, I need, we need to help Pam. We need to help our fellow photographer. We need to help this person because her world is crumbling down. As a business, wedding photographer and the wedding community is crumbling. And now the passing of her husband, it's crumbling. I watch this community come together every time there's a hurricane. I watch this community come together every time one of us is in a car wreck. I watch this community come together when somebody is sick or somebody's family member is ill. This community will continue to come together. But please, don't go this alone. I don't want anybody to risk losing their business or their health because they were afraid to ask for help. We'll help get you help. We'll connect you with people and we'll help you pivot. You can. You should, and will you? I can't answer those three questions for you, but I can just give you opportunities you know, to do so. Because I know that we have to come out of this better than we went into it. That's the ramification. That's the justification. Talk about goals. That has to be the goal. We have walked a very long journey. We have walked a solid journey. We have walked emotional journeys with our couples. So now we have to react and we have to continue to produce. And everything that we do for them is because they trust us and they invested in us and we really do want them to have an amazing day. And I'm telling you guys, there is fabulous on the other side of this. It looks different. It is something different than we've always thought of. But our job is to always find a problem, find a solution, sometimes before our couples even know it exists. And we have to work together. We have to lift our fellow vendors up. More than ever, we have to continue to be that dream team. We have to come in there together and say, we're all doing this. This is what I need. And we need to give grace to the hair and makeup people that are going to say to us, guys, I need two extra hours because I can only do makeup on one person at a time. And I have to do it under these new parameters. I have to learn how to work through a mask, maybe a shield. And we had to give our caterers some time because it's going to take longer to get everybody fed and served. And remember that each of us offers our services to the best extent that we can, the best reflection of who we are and the way we know how to do it. We have to give each other grace as we navigate through what a new wedding day timeline is going to look like. So I know that it looks hard out there right now. And I know that it looks scary. But you got to find the good. We have to embrace the opportunities and the possibilities. I want you guys to sit down and think about how can I pivot? Should I pivot? And will I pivot? And they all may be the same things across all three of those. I'm going to do this because I can. I'm going to do this because I should. And I'm going to do this because I have the will to do it. So it's entirely up to you. Pivot or not, this I know to be true, that when people begin to gather and celebrate, and they will, we as the industry will be here. We might be a little more bruised up, looking a little differently, 
with our mask on, implementing some new things and some out-of-the-box thinking. But we will be here. We are going to be here. We're going to show up and we're going to serve our couples and each other as an industry with more excitement, creativity, passion, and gratitude than we ever have before to create and deliver an even more fabulous experience for all of those who want to come and gather and celebrate. So I ask you, can you pivot? Should you pivot? And will you pivot? It's a whole new, new normal waiting for you to embrace it. Either way, whatever you choose to do, I look forward to celebrating with all of you. I look forward to being on the wedding day team with all of you. It is always my honor and my privilege to be a part and witness any and all couples day. And you know what I always say. Continue to be fabulous. Remember what you do matters. We are a vital role in somebody's life. And the privilege will never, ever be taken for granted. So if you pivot, you don't pivot, I'll see you soon at a wedding as we celebrate and we gather. Be healthy. Be safe. Be true to you. Use your voice. Run your business as you started out. Do not run from fear. Taking that first step years ago, two months ago, a day ago. Start all over. This is a fresh start. Come out. Do what you know how to do. Be who you know how to be. Show others that this industry is a vital part of life and life's chapters and that weddings play an important role in everybody's story. You know where I am? I'm here to help. I'll always be cheering you on. Till next time, everybody. Again, thanks for hitting that listen button. Your time, your attention, your friendship, your love. Your support means the world. For more information about today's episode, check the show notes at BeFabopodcast.com. Hey, while you're there, don't forget to subscribe and sign up for Monday Motivations, delivered hot to your inbox. And there'll be more. Can we say more? Till next time, be Fabo.